Hi, everybody. It's Tay. I'm here today with David, who's a part of our PSWAC committee, um, the advisory committee. David speaks really well. Um, and we're here today to kind of talk about how he became a PSW in the first place and what drew him to the profession and just kind of having a chat about that. Because as we all know, a lot of us take this as a second career and it's interesting to know what draws people in, you know, in, in different points in their lives or in their career. So David's here today to kind of break that down for us and and let us know, let us into his whole perspective on the field. So thank you for being here and for speaking with me. And I'm stoked to get started. Uh, thank you, Taylor. Thanks a lot. And and uh, I hope uh, everyone appreciates the fact that we can talk about this and, and um, provide some insight into what I think and also what everybody else thinks. Hopefully draw some things out for sure. Yeah, I think it's cool to kind of have conversations like this. And, you know, we we do talk a lot about like the negative in the field and, you know, things that are wrong and I think that's very important, but after a while, it's like, okay, this is heavy, you know? So it's nice to have some uplifting stuff, but also have, you know, an honest conversation with a fellow PSW on the issues and also the great stuff that our field has to offer. So I really, I'm interested to hear your perspective here. And two, I know that you had a background in IT. So can you kind of take us through what led you to even start this career in the first place? Uh, sure, sure. There's lots of factors. Uh, first thing I have to say, though, uh, now that I am a PSW and, and working where I am now in a nursing home, it's the best job I've ever had. It's the every day I'm happy, every day I'm fulfilled. It's and every day there's uh, things happen, and it it doesn't matter because every day is it works out well. But anyway, um, I just want to state that because it's amazing working working with the with the seniors at the nursing home. It's amazing. And what led me there is the fact that I was an IT professional for 35 years. So I worked in SAP support. SAP is a software that runs a lot of major corporations. So we were the backend support, database support, operating system support. I don't know. I won't bore everybody with all my IT <laughs> details here but and, and <laughs> throw a few words out there. But we did everything. We worked upgrades. We worked weekends. We worked maintenance windows from midnight till 10 a.m. the next day. I don't know how many nights I lost working in support and being on call and getting called all night long and dealing with emergencies. And it was a great career. I loved it until a certain point. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of things led to it. A long career in IT, a couple of projects later in, in my career that were just horrible, mm -hmm. uh, poorly managed. I was involved in them as technical and managing some of the project management part of it, and it just wasn't going well, a lot of pressure. Um, then um, my brother passed away uh, at the age of 58, and he had just retired from a corporate life as well, wow. and retired, retired less than a year or so, and died of a heart attack. So that put a lot of things in perspective. And then COVID hit, Mm -hmm. And then that put a lot more in perspective. So, and I'd already been volunteering at a, at a uh, long-term care home. And I also volunteered at Darling Home for Kids, which is a home for severely disabled children. Mm -hmm. And um, so just doing those things, I knew I, I could, I knew I had a different, not different, I shouldn't say different, but I knew I had something else that I wanted to do. Something that would make me feel that I was really contributing. So, yeah. and all those combinations of things uh 
led me to just think about becoming, I wanted to work in a senior's home. I wanted to work in a home. And my wife told me, well, you need to be a PSW. I said, I'm not going to become a PSW. Do you know what PSWs do? I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, but and now here you are. <laughs> and now here I am. Yeah, I know. I know. And the more I looked into it, uh, and then, they, of course, it was, uh, I won't say of course, but I looked into it. I got certification. So I got my St. John's. I got my food handler certificate. I got my smart certificate. Um, and then I looked into schooling. So. It was a long time of thought, a long time to prepare to do it, right? Um, could I work full-time in my IT role and do school at the same time was the biggest question, right? Can did I just not work? Hmm? Did you end up doing that and kind of yeah, make both? No, I quit. I quit IT. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't fair. do it. Yeah, I, I didn't think I could do it and, and really put everything into it that I needed to. So, yeah. Um, so I saved a lot of money and quit. And then took about six months off and and did the course. Yeah. And I know from our discussions too, we were talking about online learning and, mm. and how how was that for you as someone who basically learned online? No. It I would say so I've worked in, in IT my my entire career. So I've done this my entire career. I've been online. I've been in meetings like this for all a long time, right? So I'm used to that part of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I did a lot of, I did some online training. Um, yeah. But the thing was with going into this, I thought it wouldn't work because it's a PSW. It's a hands-on job. It's more of a, you need to be with people. You need to feel the, the environment or whatever. So I didn't think it would work, but it, it at the beginning, it was a many like three or four hundred people in the class online, and then they split us off. And I, I got really involved with a lot of uh, a lot of the um, input in the in the in the classes. And then there was you had to ha you had to be online. You had to have your camera on all the time. But I would say twenty five percent of us had their cameras on. So you don't even know if people are in there in class. <laughs> they're just their are name they is up. Washing yeah. their dishes at the exactly. same time. Like you don't and, know. <laughs> But a lot of people had kids too. So you often, you saw kids in the cameras as well. So it was a very, quite a range of people, I will say. And, and older people like myself who are going for another career, second, third career, younger people starting out, want to be RPN, RN. Mm -hmm. um, the people I met in class was were amazing, amazing. But it wasn't until we did labs, on in-class labs. Um, and that was probably the last two months, I guess. Mm -hmm. So the first four months, it was all online. Even our labs were online. At one how point, we transitioning to like in class versus primarily being online. Like, how was that for you? The first first class was very odd, very, yeah. very uncomfortable, right? Nobody knew where to sit kind of, it was still that kind of atmosphere, right? Like, oh, should we sit close or, you know, um, but it worked out really well. And, and the, I think there was eight of us in our lab. And the instructor was amazing. He was a, a, a guy who took a leave of absence from long-term care to do this, to do the lab. So he was fantastic. And the class we had, we had a lot of fun and we all passed and we all learned. So yeah, it was great. It That's was great. Cool. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like one of our classes, one of our labs was just hand-washing. That was it. I remember that too. And I remember getting my certificate and I was like, yeah, I'm certified in hand washing. Hey, like, there this you is go. crazy. <laughs> but it's kind of neat. And 
could you maybe tell us or the audience, like for me personally, online learning, so hard for me. I'm not, it doesn't engage me. Like I, I do struggle with it myself. So Mm. are there any sort of tips or things that you did to kind of get through your education online? Online. I think the biggest thing for me was camera on, ask questions. Don't be shy. Don't think anything is a stupid question. I I think, and I I won't tell you my age, but since I'm older, (laughs) I always feel that I, I don't, I I shouldn't say I don't care, but I'm not as self-conscious about stating what I really think or bringing forward something that may not be right, but at least I'm bringing it forward for discussion, that type of thing. So I think that's just, just, just be brave. If you want to use the word brave and just, just speak out, like stay involved and that'll keep you a little more alert. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like staying involved, like you said, because it is easy to shut your camera off go do something than to be present, but it's, it's hard to be present at times too. So mm-hmm. that's something I personally struggle with. So I, I just wonder, I wonder how it is for you and, and how you got through that. But I like the whole asking questions thing. Cause I think too, like for me, I was in college when I was 19. Yeah. So I was still, I still am self-conscious, but like I right. was very self-conscious at that point too. So you're, and you're doing like basic common things you know we're learning yeah. how to change people we're learning how to get them dressed yep. if you have a question about it you almost feel silly and <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah so it's it's kind of nice yeah like I think that's great to just ask the questions because if you don't know you don't know and everything no. hands on so you you need to know yeah. I think that's a really great message to send out to people as well that like Stay engaged, stay engaged. And yes, we can all read the textbook, the Mosby's textbook, you know, the one that's like really thick. That's an awesome book. It is an awesome book, but, (laughs) but yeah, we can all read and we can all look up things online and all that, but just get involved with who you're with because you're not going to see them face to face. So you might as well at least get to know Mm -hmm. them online a little bit. Right. And there were a lot of groups created too, some Facebook groups and online groups and so uh, we got into those as well, just to keep in touch with people. And, and it's important kind of creating yeah, a sense of community is important, right? Like it's obviously what yeah. we're trying to do here too, but yeah, when you're in school, it feels very lonely at times as well. So that's mm-hmm. really interesting. That's a great perspective on it too. Um, I kind of want to know too, to kind of backtrack again, sorry, mm-hmm. you no. said it at the beginning, but you were going off so well. So I don't <laughs> don't interrupt him. You don't but interrupt him. Okay. I, Cut I me off at any time. Shut I, me off. Do whatever no, you because you, you say great things. So I was like, I'll just remember this and we'll okay. talk about it later. That's but good. That's good. I want to know, you know, for long-term care, there is like a high burnout rate in long-term care, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's across the board in general, but I do know long-term care gen- generally has the reputation for being, you know, really hard nose to the grind, like crazy stuff happening in there. So I kind of want to hear why is it the best for you? Like, why does it work? Well? <laughs> I like hearing it. Yeah, I like long-term yeah. care as well, but yeah. I also know, you know, it's tiring and you know oh, that too, but like, yeah. I like to hear someone else's moments because I have the clicking moments myself in there, but what, what are your clicking moments? You know, what, what draws you in? There's two main things draw me in every day. And it's the people I'm going to work with. So I know uh, we have three wings where I'm at, at this long-term care facility. And the wing I'm on is the busiest, has 35 residents. So we usually have four to five PSWs working each shift. 
to take care of the residents. So it's usually a seven to one ratio, which is pretty good. Um, and just knowing that I'm going to go in there and engage with the people I'm going to work with and also who I'm going to be getting up in the morning. I, I work a lot of mornings. So, um, but it's hard. It's exhausting physically. It's exhausting mentally. Every single day is hard. And if you go into, until you work long-term care, you'll never, you'll never know. Like unless, if you do retirement or you do home care, you'll never, and I'm not saying it's horrible. It's just totally different. And it's, it's mornings are like you start at seven and by two, you're kind of having a break, right? <laughs> it's crazy mm -hmm. for a lot of hours, right? So, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's just every resident that you, that I deal with, um, and I'm big on approach. So, and I'm slow. They always used to tell me at the retirement home, I used to work at, you're slow, David, you need to speed up. And I would say, no, I'm fine. I'm just going to take my time. And I do. And I, I talk, the, the conversations I have in the morning sometimes aren't great because they're not quite awake. And I hate waking them up sometimes too, but um, it, it just that those single moments. Yeah. I could have one of those in a day and it make it a great day. So I find that too. Like you just have one moment. You're like, okay, like I haven't had a break in like seven yeah. hours, but it's fine. Yeah. It's not fine. It's not fine. But no, no. you know, like, yeah, it's interesting to kind of hear that and have that be a, like another person saying that as well. Cause I talked a lot about the clicking moments and the mm -hmm. things that matter. And, you know, for you to say specifically long-term care, I was like, right. We should dive into that. And that's really why when I was thinking of becoming a PSW and really, I saw what was going on during the pandemic. Uh, we were taking care of my mother-in-law too. I didn't say that at the time, but she has dementia. So she lived with us. And my wife's two brothers kind of rotated through the houses. But mm -hmm. once a pandemic hit, she was here full time and she continually got worse. So um, it it just became when I saw all that was going on and I thought I have to work in long-term care because it's horrible in long-term care. I've got to see what's going on there. I need to help. Yeah. Right. So then I worked once I'm there and it's not, you know, we have we have people that we have PSWs that have been there for over 30 years at the same facility which is amazing. I think, I think, I think so. it's, I think it's crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To do that for, for 30 years. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. I think too. And I, I, I hope I'm trying to figure whether this is good or bad. My, my perspective is I'm new, right? I've only been a year and a half, right. And only a year in long-term care uh, as a PSW. So I still have the, uh, I don't, I'm thinking maybe I still have that passion that some, and I'm not blaming other PSWs for not having passion or not whatever, but yeah. they're just, it's just different because they've been doing it for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Whereas I'm still young or young in the profession. So I think I have a different perspective. I hope I do, but not, a, I don't know. I shouldn't say, I hope I do. I'm, I'm you do. Sure. Yeah. You have a good perspective, like a fresh perspective. That's I think what you're I thought. Right, yeah. You like to like, let's be honest here. When you're doing it for 30 years, it's very easy for you to get in the emotions of things, you know, like got to change this person, got to get this yeah. person up. Yeah. Quick, and so quick, quick. it's very it easy to just yeah. fly, like blow by it as a task rather than. Yes. Like, and I, I see oh, that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's a problem too, but like, yeah. it's also a level of consciousness that I think we kind of need to check in with ourselves about sometimes. And I know it's hard to as well, or you're just trying to get things done. I totally understand it, but yeah, I would agree that 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 happens as well in the field, and it's 
it's rather sad, but it is, like you it said is. before, kind of relating it back to like staying involved and staying current mm-hmm. in what's happening in your field. Sure. And, you know, I found that that's been helpful as well. Just again, not trying to plug the association in, but no. I'm going to plug the association in here. Sure, for <laughs> like sure. Staying current with that and being a part of that keeps your brain going as to what's happening in your field, because it's very easy to put yourself off to the side. Right. So, and do your own thing. But when you know what's going on, you have a group of people that are in it with you, like it's helpful and it kind of grounds you. Right. Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. And I would agree with you. Yeah. And this profession should ground most people. I would think, like I said, until you've worked a day as a PSW in long-term care, I don't think you could you could say anything about long-term career or PSWs, right? It's just. It's very it's, easy it's, for people too. And then you're like, oh, yeah. it's a whole different ball game in there. Exactly. You know? And I guess you can say that about a lot of professions as well, but we're taking care of people. That's the biggest thing, right? You're, you know, I, uh, some people, some of PSWs are long or resident care aides. If they're not PSWs, they get paid $18 an hour, right? To do yeah. that job. And yet you can go work at Best Buy and get paid $18 an hour, right? And you're caring for people. So Yes. The people there, the people are that are earning the money. And this is for the most part, what I've seen is they're a little bit, like we said, if they've been there, if they seems like if they've worked at it for a long time, they're a little less compassionate, a little less, a little quicker, a little. Yeah. But everybody I've seen really cares for the people, the residents. It's not, I haven't seen anything bad, abusive, anything mm-hmm. come close to that. I've seen where they don't talk to them nicely. I've seen where they don't necessarily tell them what they're going to do and just start doing it, that type of thing. So I have seen that as well. The whole, like not telling people what to do. And I think it's just a thing again, that they forget, but it's Mm -hmm. so important, right? Like you're like, you can't just go in and be like, we're getting dressed, you know, you know, warm up to it a little bit, but it's hard. (laughs) I I understand, but you know, I agree. It's a little, it's iffy sometimes, right? It can be, it can be for sure. Yeah. Both through the motions, definitely, but it's understandable, but it's, you know, checking in with yourself is important for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing, and you talked about burnout and the biggest thing I've seen at this place where I work, it's small, only 60 beds, but PSWs that are not there, it's almost daily that somebody calls in mm-hmm. almost daily. And I've seen people do 16 hour days, three days in a row, four days in a row, uh, double shifts. It's just I don't work as as much as most of the people there. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna burn myself out, and yeah. and people are injured. We have, we have so many lines that are not available. They're temporary right now because the person who had them is still employed but can't work because they're injured, right? So there's yeah. a lot of that. Or and there were a couple that were not vaccinated. So, um, but those lines are still not permanently given to anybody. So. And then you've got to kind of pick up the slack, right? Because everybody's assigned residents. If that person doesn't show up, their resident list has to be dispersed amongst the current staff, right? So like, we all understand how people could get burned out or you get just lost in like the thought of doing tasks instead of being like, oh, right. Like, yeah, at that point, yeah. At that point, the ratio is not fair. And it's not fair to the people who did come in and we do use agency at this, at this uh, nursing home, but I tell you, 90% of the agency PSWs don't know what they're doing. They come in there and you're, you're basically doing your work and their work the whole, so you're doing double work anyway. It's hard. That's the problem. And then you kind of rely on the current staff to kind of train this person for a day and they're gone. So like, it's not really a solution, you know? 
Not all the time. No, no. Yeah. Nurses, it's it, it works better with nurses, I find. We have a lot of agency nurses. Mm-hmm. It seems to work better with them. That's not as, uh, you don't have to be as familiar, I guess, with the residents. And I don't know. A bed list, you know, and like yeah, a bed yeah, exactly. like a checklist kind of thing, whereas like we're more bedside. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. who am I touching? You know, like, what is yeah. this? Like, oh, yeah. Behaviors, all of that stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. But like, despite it all, mm-hmm. what would be the one thing that really does keep you going? Like, I know you've pretty much touched on it, but like, if you could draw it down to even like a word or a phrase or anything like that and make it super simple for us, what keeps you going despite, you know, all of this fluff on the side that is kind of deterring. Well, sure. And it can can be frustrating, but I, I would say there's two things. I would say I'm humbled every day, right? Because of what I have, what I can do. You know, I can do everything I want to do. And these people, half them cannot do anything they want to do. Right. So humbled every single day. And the other word would be that um, fulfillment, it has to be fulfillment. It, it, I feel that I'm making a huge difference every single day. And, and as, as the team does, not just me. And I, I keep saying me, but it's me, the other PSWs, the kitchen staff, the housekeeping staff, the maintenance guy, everybody it's, I, if I need help with a lift, I can ask anybody there just to be there with me with a lift, right? So everybody contributes and it's, uh, yeah, humbled and it's fulfilling. It's just the best thing I've ever done, right? And that's so awesome. That's so yeah. awesome that someone with your background was like, <laughs> nope, I'm going to switch. And you're like, yeah. like we don't yeah. hear that that often. You know what I mean? Like I, I was surprised. So yeah. like, it's very interesting to kind of hear what. What took you over to the side? <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I, I've never, I don't know. I've always been a little bit different. I have to say, I'm not, you know, my mom right. taught me a lot of things. I guess that's what helped when I was young. <laughs> it's great. I love it. I love it. I think it's really interesting. And um, it, it's nice to just kind of hear some positivity as well. And it some is. honesty, we're being honest about the issues, mm-hmm. but it's nice mm-hmm. to hear um despite it all, like you keep going and you know that you're making a difference. And I think what a lot of people don't realize too, or like me, and by a lot of people, I mean more or less like people that are involved in, you know, in healthcare, like you and I would be with our jobs, but how underrated um, activities of daily living really are for people. And like you said, you, you were humbled all the time because you realize someone can't go get themselves a cup of coffee or can't even go to the bathroom by themselves, but to be able to do that and help someone, you know, do that, it does actually make you feel so much better because you know that you're really helping someone, even if it is like a small daily task and I think that's like what a lot of us get from our jobs as well. Oh, I would think so. I would think so too. And, and you know what, a lot of the uh, PSWs I work with and most of them are female, although I do see a lot more males coming in now too, which is nice. And everybody kind of likes that. Right. Yes. Um, um, but they, they really make the residents look beautiful every single day. You know, they're, especially when they're, we do, we do baths as well. So they're curling their hair and, you know, they're putting makeup on them. It's, it's amazing. It's cool. I don't do curl. I don't curl hair though. So, so I can't do that. <laughs> Same. I haven't had to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't need to do either. <laughs> I had to do hair before too. And I was like, listen, I've yeah. been shaving my head for like six years. I don't know yeah. what's going on anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just leave it. Yeah. Sorry if you look like a poodle, but <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's fun. It's so fun. Yeah, that's what I like about the job too. And I'm I'm yeah. glad that I'm glad that to hear that you and your coworkers have that experience oh, as well. We, I, awesome. I, I said to my wife about I worked yesterday Sunday and I said it was a we had so many laughs yesterday, so much fun. Like it was, yeah. You got to crack the jokes and have some fun too, and make it light in there. I find it helped everybody. Even oh, the residents even love the residents. Yeah, so they love to see it. Yeah. You know, at each other, with each other. Like you yeah. know, yeah. it's funny. It's a good time in there. Oh, nah, it can nah. be at least. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. still deal with everything you have to deal with, and unfortunately, you know, whatever yes. you have to do. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. That's wonderful. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really happy to have you here and and to listen to you speak on on the field and in your experiences so far, but. Is there anything else that you think you could leave us with? Or I feel like we got it all for me. Okay. Like, I feel yeah. like I've got the whole picture with you and it was, it was really <laughs> nice. And like I said, very refreshing. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I want to thank you. This has been a great opportunity for me. And uh, I'm glad we could talk like this and, and what you're doing is awesome. I saw all your posts from the, uh, the event the other day. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was very good. And, yeah, I just want to say, get involved, stay involved, um, and remember this: the, these they're people. They need respect, dignity, privacy, safety, whatever we want to quote. Right? All the all the they we have to be able to provide that at all times. Right? So absolutely, no well, matter what you. environment. Absolutely, I okay. agree. Thank you for being here and, and oh, for thanks, speaking. And thanks for the support on social media as well. I try, but I don't know really <laughs> about social uh, media yeah. to make it That's look really okay. pretty but uh <laughs> appreciate all of your words and um that's it for me for this okay. podcast this week. But again, thank you, David, and thank okay. you to all of our our listeners out there. I hope this was a refreshing listen for you and something that again resonated with you too um on a more happier note. So mm-hmm. I hope everybody's having a great week. I hope we have a great weekend. Um, cause this will be dropping on Friday, but, um, yeah, thank you for listening and take care. Bye. Right. Bye.